It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And Jill, I have a plate of cookies in front of me, and I'm going to just start the podcast by saying, keep your paws off my cookies. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I, I don't I don't know that they're going to be right out that there. yummy. Uh, but they're cookies nonetheless. So <laughs> no matter what happens to them, they don't look like blobs. They don't look like, um, you know, something I have to eat with a spoon. <laughs> oh, God. The bar is so low. <laughs> No, and uh, <laughs> I, and I understand that they are from my favorite country and my favorite region in the country, Italia. Yes, I had to go to Italy for work. Cookie lab. What was me? Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, so in Venice, in the city, in the region of Venice, there's a traditional like butter cookie, and this is it. And uh, they actually originated on an, one of the islands in the lagoon which is called burano i had never heard of it there is murano where they make glass right right exactly they put the foundries there so that they didn't burn down the city of venice yeah i think they actually did burn down the city of venice multiple times and then people finally got smart and moved all the glass making to its own island and no buildings (laughs) so burano is a village of fishermen or fisher folk and the homes are all painted different bright colors it's like a candy land oh and they are also famous for lace making very nice and these cookies so the cookies you may have seen them in either in your travels or in stores they i think you could get them in america too and they're shaped like a backwards s or a circle and that's what's on my plate yes I have never seen these cookies before or in my travels. Oh, I was in Venice like a, a year, year ago? before yeah. you and I had the cookies that I brought uh, to uh, Oh, the, the Amoretti the cookies. Amoretti yeah. cookies. Yeah, and uh, that's what we feasted on. Mhm. So I let's just get this out there right away. Did not eat these cookies while in Italy and will not be able to report whether mine are authentic tasting. Okay. Because I was too busy eating pasta. And fish. Yes, lots of fish. And so the day that I was on Burano for sightseeing, we had to take a water taxi to get there and we told the water taxi to to come back at a certain time. We then found out that there was going to be some sort of regatta Say, I don't race of I don't know whether it was sailboats or what, but there was going to be no boat traffic allowed from three fifteen p.m. on, and so we had told the water taxi four thirty. Suddenly, we had to scramble to get our group back together and get back to the dock by three fifteen. So I walked past the bakery that was churning these out, but did not eat them. Oh, did you make it back? We did. Thank you. And thus, you're sitting here. We were not trapped on a fabulous Italian island, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, so terrible. <laughs> Such a terrible fate. Okay, so I wanted to try the cookies, and it's basically like a shortbread cookie, and I looked at a bunch of recipes, and the one that I chose has half a cup of sugar, two cups of flour, two sticks of butter, and the recipe called for cold butter, and I actually bought some Italian butter at the store just because, why not? Yeah, if you can get it, you might as well use it. (laughs) It was stupid expensive, but... You know, if if you're going to make Italian cookies, why not try the Italian butter? I don't know what's special about it. Anyway, that's what I did. Okay. Was it salted or unsalted It butter? was unsalted. Okay. 
and the recipe didn't call for salt. And there are lots of recipes and some call for salt and some call for... So it also has lemon zest and vanilla. Some of them also call for rum. Some of them call for, you know, the seeds of the vanilla bean instead. Like, yes. But I just picked one and... Um, I want to tell you a little bit about the shapes, too. I would love to know. I'm thinking it's something nautical. Yeah. So, and again, like the Louisiana pillowcase cookies, I think these cookies were meant, they last a long time, like in a tin. So the fishermen would be able to have them, you know, at sea for a, for a good long length of time. That's the origin. Yeah, they're a nice hard cookie. And I also have read that sometimes people keep them in their clothes drawers to, because they smell so good. Oh, <laughs> so your your socks could smell like vanilla and lemon. Yeah, they do smell. They, <laughs> that's exactly what they smell like. They smell like a butter, lemon, vanilla cookie. And I am going to really tell you to keep your paws off I, of my I, cookies but no, because I, I want, even if they don't taste good, I'm going to keep them in my sock I think drawer. you're being too kind. Um, originally, they were just made for Easter, supposedly. I don't know if that's true. And the, so the circle-shaped ones... There's two different names for them. Sometimes they're called Busola Boranello because Busa means whole in the Venetian dialect and Boranello means like from from Burano, I think. Oh, okay. Holes from Burano. But I also have read that the circle is meant to represent a compass. So when you you said nautical, that was where that was. That was the original shape. Then the backwards S came along for dipping. Really? And why it's backwards, I don't know. Yeah, so people will have this with their espresso or mm-hmm. wine. Wine. Yes. It's a wine cookie. You want to dip it in your your red wine. So here we have on Cookie Lab for the first time a couple glasses of red wine. Excellent. Usually we yeah. have coffee and tea or yeah. water to cleanse our palate. And now we have a dipping sauce. We have a dipping sauce. And um, I just make no... I guess I can't be too defensive about the cookie because I don't even actually know how it's supposed to taste. So do you want to try it? Yeah. What I've noticed is it would be nice. It would be a nice serving idea to... Oh, Chris has placed the the twisty S on his... On his wine glass. Yes. Like a like as if it were a wine charm. Very good. Yeah. And then you can put the circle on the other hook of the S. <laughs> okay. Don't play with your food, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but when we open our Italian cookie restaurant, uh, we can we can serve these like that. This is a, a special Are treat. we even going to want to serve them? Maybe we should taste them. Well, uh, uh, listeners, the this looks fantastic. We should send you a picture of this. You can look for our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll have the picture of the cookies as we do every week. And then uh, this unique way of serving the cookies as well. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, I think it's time to taste. Can you hand me one of the cookies or do, oh. are you serious about not sharing them? <laughs> Here you go. All right. So should we taste it by itself first? Or we'll taste it by ourselves. I just feel like it should break more. Yeah, it's not as crispy it's as I thought soft, it was going yeah. to be. But you know, isn't it kind of like like Stelladora breakfast treats? Mm-hmm. The flavor's fine. It's buttery. I just think it's probably should be more should be more dry. It's got a great flavor. I added water, ice water, because the dough was so dry and crumbly, I oh. couldn't even form it into a log like I was oh. supposed to. Yeah, that's probably. That's probably why it's not as crispy as you want. But like, it was like dry flour. You can't work with that. Yeah. And that's probably part of the nature of the gluten-free flour. And sometimes you have to make adjustments. 
and maybe a little bit of ice maybe, water. Or maybe I should use it. more butter or put a little oil yeah. in it or something maybe, maybe a little to make more it butter. cohere. Yeah. Well, we're we're learning as we go along, but mm-hmm. sometimes that's the, what science is. The gluten-free flour isn't perfect for a, a type of flour, a type of cookie, and this might be one. Let's taste it in the wine. It tastes delicious, but we just wanted it more crispy. Yep, the flavor's fine. It's just it's a little soft. Well, isn't that a good combo with the wine? Yeah, it's like your lunch dessert right there. Yeah, because you have wine with lunch because you're in Italy. Right. Exactly. So. This works out well with... I'm just going to drink a little more of the wine, Chris. Okay, you enjoy the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Cleanse your palate with the wine. Mm. We don't have the best wine that we've ever had for this cookie, I think. Oh, it, it was just to, to do the experiment. Yeah. It would be a waste to open a fabulous bottle of wine in the middle of the day, right? I don't think it's ever a waste to open a fabulous no, bottle I, no, of no, wine. No, no, I mean, like, <laughs> because we're just in the cookie lab here doing our, mm. you know... Cookie lab could get wild if we follow finish that <laughs> bottle of wine. Woo-hoo! More cookies. Can I have another cookie, actually? Mm-hmm. I'll take this small circle. It's kind of like calamari. You know how you get the long, like, um, swirly pieces and then the little rings when you order col- a plate of yeah, calamari? exactly. And that, I, and that fits with the whole fishing village thing. I wonder if they were inspired by that at all. Calamari fritti? So... We, you know, we mentioned that we wanted to have these like a nice, crisp cookie. Um, you also mentioned that you used cold butter. Mm-hmm. It called for cold butter, cold and I was it. worried about um, my ability to hand mix it. It did not call for mixing it in the mixer. And there's a reason for that. What's that? You don't want your butter to melt at all when you're doing these cookies. In fact, that's why people when they're making croissants or a cookie that has layers of and you want a flaky pastry they often use marble to roll their dough out on because that will help keep the dough cold oh now i feel like i need to own a marble board and a marble rolling pin just for these cookies well i've seen them and i just thought well those people are excessively fancy well, it is fancy, but there's a there's, there's a, a there's a science yeah. behind it. Yeah, uh, and since you've said science, I will t- tell you more. Yes, that's uh, why I am here. Okay, thank you for coming. Butter is just primarily a fat; mm-hmm. it gives flavor and tenderness to cookies. Mm-hmm. But it also adds some water because mm-hmm. we know that butter has a, a bit of liquid in it along with the milk fats. And if you use your butter the right way, you can make something flaky or tender or cakey. And it's just all in the form that the, the butter is taking. The temperature of the butter. And Melted, it, the form softened. Depends on the, on, chilled. The, on the temperature of it. So classic chocolate chip cookie. We all we're all familiar with know them, and right? love. We know and we love them, and we make them all together. And so you cream together the butter and the sugar, and we always cream it for three to five minutes, right? At, because we're adding air, mm-hmm. and the air works with the baking soda or baking powder to puff or rise the cookie, along with the steam created as the water evaporates from that butter Mm -hmm. so that moisture and the air make for different amounts of chewiness or cakiness right the fat and the moisture in the butter can also enhance 
or inhibit gluten development, which directly impacts the shape or the spread and the texture in your cookies. So most cookie recipes call for beating room temperature butter at a temperature between 70 and 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Butter is soft enough to incorporate air, but not so soft that it will melt immediately in the oven and result in super thin Right, we don't want that. If you use um, melted butter in your chocolate chip cookies, you would get a super thin wafer like mm-hmm. some people cookie might want that that's browns and, and we might want that for a certain reason like i'm not saying one should never do that yeah so the semi soft form of butter also helps the fat coat proteins in the cookie dough preventing gluten development okay making a cookie that has a finer texture okay and is less cake-like and more chewy. Yeah. You don't want... Yeah. Some people love their cake-like... Well, they're wrong. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and that would be a colder butter. Mm-hmm. Because it's not... your. And if you add a little bit more moisture, if you add a little egg or egg white to your chocolate chip cookie, you're going to add more moisture mm-hmm. and you're going to get more cakey. Mm-hmm. And is now a good time to point out that it's hilarious to me that this Italian cookie recipe is calling for cold butter because there's nothing cold there at all. (laughs) They don't understand about air conditioning or serving you water that is cold. In fact, I saw a sign that said, I can look on my on my Google Photos to see what it was in Italian, but it was like Bevian Ambiente or something like that. And then it said... In English, underneath it, not cold beverages. Oh, <laughs> like truth in advertising, dear Americans, come to our bar. You'll you'll get room temperature water. Would you like sparkling or still? <laughs> <laughs> they do like their sparkling water, but I guess they know what they're doing with their food because yeah, this this recipe called for cold butter. Their freezers must just be full of butter. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> they don't have room for the ice cubes. <laughs> Yeah, so I froze the butter. Okay, that, and that's good. So like you would when you make a pie crust. Yeah. yeah, that's how I pictured it. When I make pie crust, I said, at first I said, how will I do this with just my my hands and hand tools? And then I thought, well, isn't that how you make pie crust, Jill? Yeah. In that case, you would use a pastry blender mm-hmm. and you would chop that butter into hundreds of small pieces, well, maybe I've... thousands. <laughs> so I used a microplane. Perfect. Which was great. It was like, it made me want to, it looked like cheese and made me want to eat it, but I knew if I ate it, it wouldn't taste like cheese. So I refrained. And in that case, all you have to do is take your hands, which should be kept in the freezer as well, <laughs> and and just coat that butter with the flour uh-huh. and sugar mixture or the sugar I mixture. think I tossed it with a fork. Okay. Even better because yeah. the fork has less warmth. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, perfect, but the cookies are just kind of... So the butter gets encased in this dough, and this inhibits the gluten formation. We don't want a lot of gluten formation. We don't want to make But there these... isn't any gluten in this at all. Right, right. And and there's no gluten in this at all. Uh, but there are other starches in it. So we don't want to, add, we don't want to break those starches up. We don't want to excite the, up, the, right? yeah. the moisture in this dough that you're making isn't released until we bake it. Okay. Which is key. As the dough bakes, 
The butter melts and creates pockets of steam from hundreds of different little places. And these pockets of steam make a flaky or crispy texture in the crust for a uh, pie. Yeah, this or should this should be crisper. Yeah. Yeah. So the addition of water mm-hmm. that you had to do to keep it together because we well, didn't I have thought I had to do it. Any gluten formation what if I, whatsoever. What if I used vodka? Some people do that in their pie crust. Would that make a difference? No. Okay. Because it's the vodka just evaporates at a, a an earlier temperature. It's still going to create texture. But a pie crust calls for a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. These didn't call no, for No, I any know, water. but I didn't know what to do, Chris. And I, I, should I have called the emergency cookie lab hotline? No, 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 no. I think um, you were busy that night. <laughs> I think you should have put the water in by a pipette. <laughs> Just what? small, tiny amounts until you just got it to hold together. I think maybe that there's, was there's another the thing that we could do. Or like more butter or... Maybe a little more butter. Maybe peanut butter. No. <laughs> peanut butter kidding. is always better. Well, I can't stop eating them. They're delicious. They're just not crispy. Yeah. And that... we wonder why. And I'm going with gluten-free flour on this one. Okay, well, I could try it glutinous for my people at home. Yeah, give it a try, see what happens, and report back. Okay. Or any of our listeners can do and the there are same. Also, yeah, and there are also tons of other recipes, which if you looked at, you would probably figure out which one you know, would be the best to, to do this swap. Well, it just sounded like they were a flavor profile difference than it was a crispiness difference. Well, I, but I didn't get into that. It could also be a crispiness difference. I didn't. I didn't make a spreadsheet about, you know, how much fat and flour were in each of these recipes. We can we can go down the scientific rabbit holes on so many of these cookies. And, and, and also, to be honest, sometimes when I pick the recipe, it's just because it's the one that doesn't have like a million ads blowing up in my face when I'm trying to look at it. Because I know I'm going to look at it like a hundred times while I'm cooking. What I do is we use a, we both use a recipe. Oh, paprika. Uh, app. You put you put it in paprika like right away. See, uh, I'm kind of like so listeners, this is how Chris and I are different. His paprika is full of like a million things that he may even never even make again. I only put something in there if I know it is a hit. Yeah, well there's a starring uh capability in there and so the ones that I like I star. There's the also categories. You can be like things to try or and things that are disgusting. Yeah. And but I just wouldn't even keep the Keep your paws ones. off these. <laughs> Have as many as you give like these of to these. your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's been really fun to try to make this Italian creation and enjoy it with you. Yeah. And the wine made it even all the better. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Jill. And next week, it's my turn. I will have a cookie for us. I look forward to keeping my paws on it. Hopefully. And hopefully, you will. your paws will enjoy it as much as your fangs. <laughs> Okay, see you then. (laughs) All right, bye. It's Cookie Lab.